0: critically acclaimed. welcome back everyone to the not so critically acclaimed podcast um this week's episodes are about the vampire diaries but i just wanted to give a little shout out at the beginning again if you didn't listen to the first episode because you've seen it or whatever um i just wanted to say that i'm officially on tiktok you can find me at not so critically acclaimed on tiktok and so if, like i said in the first episode if you are a um new listener to the podcast and you found me because of TikTok, welcome. I do one episode um before this show before you watch the show so there are no spoilers and then one episode which is this episode that includes spoilers and all my opinions. Um but I just want to say thank you if you are a new listener to the podcast and you found me through TikTok, thank you so much for following or liking or commenting or just viewing um my videos. It's been a lot of fun to make them and I hope that I can continue to do so and to get such a positive um like reception from everybody but otherwise my usual people welcome back um this week's episode, like I said, is the Vampire Diaries. I had been putting this episode off for a little bit just because I've kind of forgotten a good amount of stuff that happens with the Vampire Diaries. Not as much as what I didn't remember from the Friday Night Lights because that was really bad. Um, but I had just been putting it off. But I think like the amount that it has really like gained traction through quarantine, it was important to discuss it. So let's do it um first things first though i thought i would mention like the spin-offs that come with the show just because they're pretty successful and um 2 there they're actually two so the first one is called the originals and it's five seasons it aired from 2013 to 2018 on the cw and now you can stream it on netflix and um, it basically started in the middle of The Vampire Diaries and then finished after The Vampire Diaries had already wrapped. And it follows the family of original vampires, so Klaus, Rebecca, Elijah, Cole, etc., who obviously ap- appeared and played recurring roles in The Vampire Diaries. So now you just kind of get to explore the storylines that they already started in the um, Vampire Diaries and so that's going to be like really interesting. Um, A lot of the characters from the Vampire Diaries though also guest star on the originals so like their stories are very much like fluid across both um, story worlds I guess and the only thing that I'm not entirely sure I think there were crossovers um, but Then again almost every other episode was kind of a crossover in a sense. I watched the originals for like the first few seasons and then I stopped um, but I might go back and like finish it just to see how like the storylines were wrapped up and everything. And then the second um, spinoff is a more recent one, and that's called Legacies, and it's two seasons, and it started back in 2018 and is still currently airing on The CW, but you can stream um, the first two seasons on Netflix before, I guess, the third season comes back, because I'm, I'm pretty sure it was renewed, um, but it takes place about like 15 years after the vampire diaries did and it focuses on the school for charmed and gifted that caroline and alaric started with the twins as the main characters so if you remember from the series finale of the vampire diaries caroline and alaric started this um that school char- for the Charmed and Gifted, I don't remember what it's called, it might be for the Charmed and Gifted, um, with their twin girls like Josie and something, I don't remember their names, but they were like babies or six-year-olds or something, so then now um, Legacies is about them being like teenagers going to school and them like just, you know, navigating the typical teen drama stuff but also with the supernatural elements that come through i tried watching the first episode of this show but i just thought it wouldn't be as good as the original show so i was like why bother um but like Alaric is still like in this one in every episode and a lot of the old characters from the vampire diaries and originals will show up as guest stars as well so it's still like worthwhile if you're like a diehard fan um so that's it for like spinoffs Otherwise, like I said, it's been quite a while since I watched this show. So forgive me if I don't remember everything. And I also won't be able to touch on everything just because there was literally so much in the show. And I think so much more than like any other show, even that's like been as long as this one except for maybe you know Pretty Little Liars or um, Grey's Anatomy Um, but this show just has so much especially with all the characters that have been like killed and then brought back to from the dead and then coming back in the form of doppelgangers like there's just so much so I'll start with just you know a combination of things I hated and things I liked so I have to talk about the love triangle first and foremost because that is like the most known thing from the Vampire Diaries now unpopular opinion i was team stefan i loved stefan and elena together So I obviously wasn't on board when Damon and Elena, you know, got together, even though it's one of the biggest ships of all time in like, especially in teen dramas. So I'm sorry if you are a team Damon fan. um, But I just thought that Stefan and Elena really worked well together because their personalities really meshed. And I just thought they were really sweet. And I also just personally think Paul Wesley is more attractive than Ian Somerhalder, but whatever. Um this is not an unpopular opinion though. Matt was definitely the worst character on the show and everybody agrees with me. Like find one person who doesn't agree with that statement. I'm sorry, you won't. I also just didn't really love Jeremy or his relationship with Anna specifically, especially how willing he was just to like constantly sacrifice himself for everything. And also I feel like Jeremy was like the most killed character ever, especially like how many times did Damon like crack his neck and like kill him like so many times it was ridiculous but hilarious at the same time I didn't completely love the time jump that happened like when Damon put himself to sleep or whatever to wait for Elena or especially when him and Stefan's mom came back into their lives and brought those like other like characters who were also like um like the sages or something, I don't know who were like her, almost like her children. They just that storyline I really didn't like it and wasn't here for it. But I feel like that was also right after like Nina Dobrev left, so the show was like changing a lot. Um, and then the last thing like I really didn't like was Silas was awful and I hated that whole storyline when Stefan got locked in the safe and was in the bottom of the w- water or something. But I'm honestly like really impressed with myself for remembering this specific storyline and, and a lot of the characters' names because I really didn't think I was going to be able to remember um, more than I was able to. So I'm just saying that's a fun thing for me. So go me. Now on the stuff I love because there's actually quite a bit. So, like I said, I was team Stefan and Elena, and I just thought their relationship made a lot more sense based on their personalities. But I could understand why they put Elena and Damon together. You know, they had chemistry, they were dating off camera already, um, and they were opposites in the show. So that kind of made them, you know, their characters rub off on one another and make them better people in general. Um, but I still think that I liked Stefan as a, like the brother better um, Stefan's probably one of my favorite car- um, characters like maybe also like with Caroline um just because he was like truly the best person with a heart of gold and I think what really showed us that was when Stefan you know turned off his humanity that was the worst and everyone knew it they were like that is the most dangerous thing that can happen because if Stefan loses hope then it's like everyone's doomed and I just I loved it because it was really like who's gonna be able to bring them back those are always the best scenes like who is the character that's able to snap them out of like turning their humanity off and like be able to turn it back on because that in the end of the day meant that like that person was everything to them and was like knew their soul and I just thought that was always like really poetic and romantic and everything um and then I guess in the end of the day I really liked um Caroline and Stefan like together because they very much understood each other and like um caroline what and stefan started out as friends and then like they were so long friends and then they eventually grew into something more which i've said before is my favorite and the best types of like romantic relationships um but i also wasn't against caroline's other relationships like i really liked her and tyler when that was happening like when he was going through the whole like werewolf transition i thought they were really cute together um and like, and but also, I loved her more with Stefan, and that was honestly, I think, like a big part of why I kept watching after um, Nina Dobrev left. Um, but. Whatever. I didn't like Caroline with Matt because nobody likes Matt. I don't like Matt with anyone. And I know people are going to be upset with this. I didn't like Caroline with Klaus. Um, I know a lot of people were like shipping that pretty hard. But that was just because I liked Klaus with Cammy from the originals. Um, but I don't want to like spoil entirely what happens in their storyline in case you haven't seen the originals. But that was very much who I wanted to see with Klaus. So that's why I didn't really get behind him and Caroline. I was here for Bonnie and Enzo. They were really cute, especially how Enzo like kind of transformed characters and he really grew And uh, as a whole. Also, favorite friendships, have to do it. I think my favorite all-time friendships, Stefan and Lexi, they were great friends, always there for each other, and it was so heartbreaking when Lexi died. I love Ar- Arielle Kebble. She was like, she's just great. Um, also, one that was kind of like unexpected was Sheriff Forbes and Damon Like not common, not like expected at all, but one that became definitely like a thing over time. And again, it was like very sad when she died and like Damon having to say goodbye. That was like really heartbreaking and touching at the same time. And of course, Donnie, damn, well, maybe that's a ship name of their friendship, Damon and Bonnie. They were exceptional. Season six was rough when they were trapped, especially because they did not like each other, but that really changed the show when they did become friends, I think for the better. Um, Other relationships, not necessarily friendships, but Alark and Joe's relationship, loved it. It was so sad when she died. But I did think it was kind of weird when, like, she was pregnant and the twins just kind of, like, jumped from Joe to the nearest body that would be safe and that was Caroline's. Um, that was weird. And then I didn't like how that kind of made Caroline and Alaric a thing because they did not mesh well at all. Um, and it was really cringeworthy when, like, I think it was Alaric was trying to, like, make the romantic aspect of it work, but it was just, like, not a thing and it was really hard to watch, especially because he was, like, older than them. I don't know. Um... But speaking of Joe, we have to talk about Joe's brother, Kai, because I feel like he was, like, the biggest villain on the show. But when I say biggest, I don't just mean, like, he was the worst villain. I think he was, like, the most well-known villain other than, like, Catherine. But Catherine didn't – wasn't exactly a villain the whole time. Like, she kind of had her ups and downs. Um, And I realize I don't really have anything to say about Catherine in general, Um, especially, like, how she died and everything. But – kai was my favorite villain and like one of my favorite characters because he changed the path of the show like drastically with the fact like in season six when bonnie and damon were trapped and then of course linking bonnie and elena's lives and while in the end it was like heartbreaking and sad that they weren't going to be able to like see each other ever again but then of course the series finale made it fine like it's still made for great tv um and it was like i'm just getting wow i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it um but I have a funny yet stupid anecdote about um Kai so when I was in high school and I was watching like the Vampire Diaries was still on and it was actually at the time when Kai was the center of the storyline in the Vampire Diaries so probably like season five or six and I was taking AP Bio and we were learning about Kai squared which is like a statistical like test to do and you needed it for the AP questions in the on the AP exam. And so I remember me and my friends who also watched The Vampire Diaries kept making like these stupid jokes about how Kai Square like was like it sucked. We hated working with it. And it was just like so bad because it was like Kai from The Vampire Diaries, but like two of them. And it was I mean, it was just so stupid, it, but it was a way for us to like remember it. I don't know. But I, I just remembered that as I was like thinking back about um, the show. And then, last thing I didn't love when Nina Dobrev left the show. Obviously, I remember I like bawled in the episode where she said goodbye. I really don't know why I was crying, but I just thought it was like really well, like put together really well, and the way she said goodbye to each character. It was just breathtaking, but at the same time, I absolutely loved, like, I cannot state enough how much I loved that she came back for the series finale because there will be so many shows where not necessarily the main character, but a really big character will leave and then they won't come back or they won't be acknowledged. And, like, they'll, or they'll make, like, comments that, like, oh, they did that. But you'll never really see them come back. So I absolutely loved that Nina Dobrev, though she left the show because she wanted to explore more and she didn't necessarily feel like there was anything left for her to do on the show, I absolutely loved, and I keep saying it, that she came back to finish the storyline and give fans that, like, final goodbye. Um, And I just think kudos to Nina Dobrev for doing that because it'll happen on so many other shows and it's just, like, really, like, for example, I'm just going to say this one, because I just finished watching it, Fuller House, um, which was, like, not the reboot, but, like, Full House, just with a little bit of, like, a revamped um, storylines, where it was, like, three women living in the house, raising the sons, as opposed to three men dating, um, dating, raising the three three daughters, but, of course, it's a grown-up DJ, Kimmy, and um, Stephanie living in the house, and so, at the very beginning of the show, when it started five years ago, like, the Olsen twins who played Michelle weren't signed on to, like, come and be a part of the show again, and they wouldn't even do, like, a cameo or a guest star or anything, and now it's been five years, and they still didn't do anything, and it was really funny because in, like, one of the very last episodes, it said, like, oh, like, I can't believe you guys still have Michelle's bike up here, like – It's been five years. If she didn't come until now, she's not coming. And she, like, they looked exactly at the camera when they said that, like, just throwing more digs at them. So it really, like, pissed me off. Like, they couldn't, like, really, you couldn't just do it one little thing for your fans. So I'm really glad that Nina Dobrev did this. And I just thought overall the series finale was super poetic and it really, like, played back to so many of the things from the first episode and the first season with how like elena and stefan oh my god again i'm getting goosebumps thinking about it now i'm gonna want to go watch the series finale but how like elena stefan was the last the first person that elena said goodbye to because she he was the first person that he kind of met that she kind of met throughout the whole storyline ah but it was just beautiful okay now on to some fun facts. Some of them you might have already seen in my fun facts video on TikTok. If you are on TikTok, whatever, I'm going to stop talking about TikTok because I know you guys probably hate it. But anyway, I'm going to start with the biggest fun fact and something that is just like, ugh, makes me frustrating, frustrated. But had Nina Dobrev not left the show, the creators, Julie Pleck and Kelvin Williamson, I think he was like a big writer who also did Dawson's Creek, fun fact. Um, fun fact within a fun fact. Look at that. They said that had Nina Dobrev not left the show, Stefan and Elena would have been endgame. They always said that, you know, Stefan and Elena were characterized as soulmates for a reason, and they were supposed to find their way back to each other through the love triangle. But because Elena left early, then they could, they didn't have enough time for them to like explore the love triangle again and find their way back to each other, which makes me really mad because I said I was a Stefan fan and not a Damon fan. So it's just heartbreaking that that's what could have been. But then again, it would have been really interesting to see what happened with fans because they would not have been happy. Um, I thought it'd be fun to talk about the big guest stars that happened in the show just because why not? Um, but first of all, there was Tori DeVito who played Dr. Meredith Fell. She was kind of a minor character and I honestly forgot that she was in Vampire Diaries, but I always knew it was like listed on her filmography. But I've mentioned Tori DeVito before. She was um, in uh, The Pretty Little Liars and One Tree Hill. And she was actually married to Paul Wesley who played Stefan um, for like two years or something, but then they got divorced. And now Tori DeVito is in Chicago Med then we also had taylor kinney who played tyler's uncle mason um he is now like also in the chicago franchise he is in chicago fire so him and tori Devito, that's kind of funny that they were both on the vampire diaries and now they're in like the chicago franchise together then you have Stephen amell who played brady one of mason's werewolf friends and he went on to do arrow you have bianca lawson who played emily bennett and she was also in pretty little liars teen wolf and witches of east end Melinda Clark, who was Kelly Donovan, Matt's mom, and she was in the OC, which I haven't done yet, but I will because that's a great show. Um, and it's on HBO Max. Fun fact, if you want to get a head start. Then Melise Joe as Anna, who I remember like watching Anna on the show, and I'm like, who is this girl? She looks so familiar. And then I realized who it was. She's from Unfabulous, the Bratz movie, Big Time Rush. So like a big Nickelodeon. Um, star right there and then lastly Arielle Kebble as Lexi freaking love her she's been in John Tucker Must Die Grand Hotel and Aquamarine so that's just you know I love talking about guest stars and easter eggs and cameos and whatnot. speaking of Paul Wesley though and how he had married um, Tori DeVito he also dated Phoebe Tonkin who played Haley in the originals and was in H2O but they broke up after like four years or something Then, I also, I just love talking about characters, um, or actors' love lives outside of the show. Candace King, who played Caroline, dated both Stephen R. McQueen, who played Jeremy, and Zach Roerig, who played Matt. So that's kind of interesting. Also, another just fun thing about Candace King, two years ago, when I was in, um, I was in Italy for like a summer vacation, and I was on Instagram, you know, seeing whatever, and I was following Candace King at the time. I don't think I'm following her anymore. I don't know. But she was in Italy the exact same time that I was, and she kept going to obviously the same tourist trap places, and I kept getting so mad. That I wasn't like seeing her because at the end of the day, I would go on Instagram and I would see her post from the day. I'm like, oh my God, she was at the Coliseum today. I was at the Coliseum today. How did I not see her? Granted, she probably went on like a bunch of private tours and everything, but I remember like spending a good chunk of my vacation trying to see her when we were at these like really crowded places. So, like I mentioned before, The Vampire Diaries was also based off of a book series. I did not read the book, but I learned about a few, like, differences between the book and the show that I thought I would share. So, um, apparently in the books, Elena's character is a blonde, even though if you've watched the show, like, obviously you watch the show, and Nina Dobrev is a very, like, dark brunette with brown eyes and darker skin and everything. So, that's kind of interesting that she's, like, blonde in the um, books. And then also elena and Catherine's like characters in terms of their like personalities are switched in the book so for example in the book um katherine's actually like the quiet and shy one whereas elena's more of this bold fierce person and then but in the show we know that like katherine's really the one that's out there and says whatever she's thinking and is really blunt whereas elena's you know quiet and shy and everything so I wonder like why they decided to switch that up. I guess maybe because um, Catherine can come across like a little bit more rough and people weren't going to like her as much if um, or maybe that's the point is that they didn't want um, they wanted people to like and identify with Elena. So they had to make her more quiet and shy as opposed to Catherine was more of a villain. So she should have that like rough around the edges like feeling, I guess, Um and then something about filming. So Nina Dobrev had to switch between Elena and Catherine very frequently, obviously. So in order for her to like differentiate who she was playing, cause I'm sure it got confusing with like lines and personalities and everything. They had her wear a curly wig for Catherine and then um, her straight hair for Elena. But then as the show went on, I remember Elena's hair one got like curlier and then eventually got shorter. So I'm sure she figured it out by then though. Um, Kat Graham, who played Bonnie, is actually a singer and has several songs out, so you should go like maybe check that out. Um, and like I said, she was in Honey too, so she's probably also a great dancer. So girls just got triple threat going on. Um, James Vanderbeek, who we know and love from Dawson's Creek, was actually almost um, a laric but then it went to Matt Davis instead. And then I thought this would be like something. It's not really a fun fact. It's more like another anecdote-like thing. But The Vampire Diaries was originally filmed in Vancouver, Canada, but then they moved to Georgia. And so they actually filmed a majority of it in a small town called Covington. And a lot of the scenes were filmed at um, what's called Oxford College in Covington. And that's a part of Emory University, which is the, actually the college that I graduated from in just a month ago. Um, and so I thought it'd just be fun to like share that little fact. But like, sadly, they filmed the last season of the Vampire Diaries during like, um, right before my freshman year of college. So I didn't get to see any of the filming. Um, but I visited like that. Like I said, it's Oxford College. So it's like a second like school associated with emory i went to emory Main college um but i visited um finally i visited oxford my senior year and it was really cool to like see the the, one of the buildings and just like the quad and a lot of the scenes that were filmed like especially at what was like whitmore college in the vampire diaries and so i took some pictures and that was like really fun like oh my god nina dober was walking these streets and everything so that's like stupid but fun um and then another thing, the titles of all the episodes in season eight are actually um popular quotes from the first season, such as, you know, hello, brother, as Damon always said to Stefan. Um... Then Paul Wesley and Ian Summerhalder, who played Stefan and Damon respectively, actually partnered to create their very own like bourbon brand called Brothers Bond Bourbon because we they know that like um bourbon and drinking alcohol in general was a big deal to um like the Salvatore brothers in the show so they wanted to like give something to the fans and that so they made their own brand and they posted about it recently like on Instagram and well not like so recently but um like pretty recently I guess and Ian Summerholder's post like I remember at the very bottom it says like love Damon and Stefan so it's just another like great thing where you see these actors still like acknowledging who they were and knowing that like this is probably this is obviously the show and the piece of work that they are most known for and what makes them So they like aren't going to write it off and like are going to acknowledge it. And that's in the end of the day, what I love about all of these shows is that when the actors still like are like, yes, I was a part of this show and I'm going to talk about it as opposed to like, you know, other times when they're like more embarrassed or whatever of it. And then the last thing I thought I would share about The Vampire Diaries is that there were a bunch of rumors going around recently about a revival of the show or that, you know, it would get, like, renewed for a season nine out of, like, as- after a few years of, like, it being in retirement. Um, But... And, like, I even saw one article a few weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, that seemed pretty plausible where, like, the show was coming back for a season 9, but it was going to be completely new, like, characters or new actors or something. And I'm like, what's the point? The same fans of the Vampire Diaries are not going to bother. They don't care. Like, they, they want to see the same people they, like, grew, quote-unquote, grew up watching or, like, loved the show for a reason. Like, you love the show because, not just because, like, the storyline, but you love it because of the people. And I feel like they forget that sometimes but just to clear it up there is no season 9 the show is not coming out of retirement they have the re- um the spin-off series of legacies and there are still times when like old characters will come back into it i haven't seen like the three main characters haven't come back at all but um you know that still could happen so that's the only thing I know of in terms of like a quote-unquote revival but otherwise that's all for the vampire diaries I'm sorry if I didn't touch upon the main points or anything that you wanted to you can always let me know because I have opinions um and can share them but that was all thanks for listening and I'll be back next week for um a new series so please stay tuned but thanks for listening bye